today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Yesterday, we saw the uh, horrific footage, a truck driving into uh, the Christmas market in Berlin, killing 12 and injuring nearly 50 others. Very, very similar to the situation we saw in Nice. Uh, a few uh, months earlier. Uh, of course, raising the question, uh, are we doing enough to protect these soft targets, even when it comes to things like barriers and such? And uh, where are we as we continue uh, this battle? Joining us now is David Hyde, security consultant, David Hyde and Associates, and he is with us now. Hello, David. How are you today? Very good, Scott. How are you doing? Good. Thank you for taking the time to join us. We appreciate this. Uh, can you give us any sort of update on this, David? I understand that they're not even quite sure that the suspect they have in custody is the right person. Well, that's right, Scott. I mean, when this happened, very shortly after it happened, they raided um, a kind of an area, a commune, if you will, that has a lot of um, you know, uh, immigrants in that have been given asylum in some way, and they believe that the suspect may have returned there or been there. They did make an arrest, and I think that everyone assumed that this arrest was of the driver of that vehicle, but it now turns out that they're backtracking on that, saying that this, you know, there's no evidence to suggest that, and they are actually, you know, are, are looking for a manhunt now for the individual who was driving that, that truck. So it looks to me as though they may have nabbed someone they thought was involved or someone with peripheral knowledge, perhaps. But the actual perpetrator, Scott, it appears, is at large right now in, in, you know, in, in Europe. Here's a clip of what one witness had to say. As we were leaving, the large truck came through. It went just past me, past my girlfriend. I think it missed me by three metres, missed her by five. It came in through the entrance, hit the sides of the barriers and then carried on past us. Uh, David, you know, this sounds very eerily like what happened in Nice, and, and we were talking about uh, uh, that after uh, the event went down, and, and things like soft targets and, and simple things like barricades. Do you think any of that was in place at this point? Well, probably not, Scott. I mean, th- th- these Christmas markets are really a hallmark in Germany. I mean, in fact, they've exported it. Now, there are a few places in the U.S., in the U.K., where they hold these kind of Christmas market gathering places. It's the kind of place where you go in the festive season after you finish work for a glass of eggnog or special kinds of drinks. There are German drinks that they serve there and German food. And it's really, it really is kind of an institution that they've now started to export, frankly. So it's, you know, there might be 120 of them or more across Germany. So some of them, Scott, are well protected. I mean, I've, I've been over there. I've seen, um, you know, cordons around some of the larger ones, and some of them actually kind of almost trumpet that as being, you know, come to this secure kind of gathering area. Hmm. But this particular one here, its hallmark was more, you know, we're open, you know, come one, come all. You know, we, you know, we just, we're, you know, we're not, we're not going to, you know, kind of fall prey to this um, uh, jail-like security apparatus. So they were quite an open uh, gathering here. And so that truck could essentially jump the curb, Scott, and it could mow down through a lot of stalls that were there. You saw just the, they just fold like nothing with mm-hmm. a truck that size. And, of course, a number of people were killed. So there's no such thing, Scott, as perfect security around gathering areas like this. There are just too many soft targets. And, there's t- and it would just be too restrictive on for financial reasons, Scott, on the movement of people to actually secure and batten down every gathering area and event. However, you know, the question I think here should be raised, you know, there was a heightened terror alert in Germany at the time. The State Department in the U.S. issued a travel warning to all U.S. citizens going to Europe to be wary of public gathering areas with Christmas themes. So they, they had some intel that somebody might try something like this, Scott, 
and unfortunately it, it did happen. Here's what the head of the German Federal Police had to say. According to the investigation right now, we have one suspect, but we're not entirely sure whether he is definitely the attacker. We also don't quite know whether there's only one suspect, and we haven't found the weapon. But we don't have a video yet where anybody says they did it, and so we cannot say any conclusive, give any conclusive statements about the background. We have not been able to confirm that the person we have is definitely the driver. Uh, no one has accepted responsibility for this yet, David. Do you, do you find that strange at this point, or do you think there's, they're still trying to get away? How do you, how do you read that? Yeah, I mean, um, ISIS normally, if it's inspired by them or directly they're involved, they normally claim pretty quickly. Al-Qaeda often does too. There are a few exceptions, Scott, but in Europe, I would have expected probably by now a claim. So it could mean that this could be inspired by a particular group as opposed to kind of centrally directed and coordinated by such a group. I mean, sometimes ISIS or al-Qaeda themselves need to have time to figure out which ideology this person was aligned with or, or if they were an adherent of theirs, etc. So it does, get, it does get quite dispersed in terms of the motivation and the connection to, to a central kind of body, if you will, Scott. But there's no question in my mind that um, there, there's a very, very extensive manhunt on here. I'm, I can't imagine this person could get away. I, I, you know, I'd imagine in the, in, the, you know, in the coming days, there will probably be an apprehension. There'll be intelligence that will come through to the authorities. And when they do capture the individual, they'll be able to figure out back where he got his indoctrination from, where this idea came from. Is it an online um, you know, um, kind of motivation? That, that, or, or was this someone that has been across to Syria, possibly, or Iraq, and seen firsthand what's happening there, and that's motivated them, Scott? Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.